Okay, I think I think we're good. Are we? <sighs> okay. What up, team? Um, hey. I don't really know what we're doing here and how to start this, but I'm going to say welcome to tentative name down the rabbit hole. Um, Is it into the rabbit hole or down the rabbit hole? Oh, it was down. I don't you're right. You're right. You're right. Is okay. it down? Okay. It was down, yep. Whatever the Playboy Great Bunny start book was titled. It was something yeah. like that, and I think it's down the rabbit hole. We have a beautifully drawn, um, like truly professional logo oh man it's beautiful it's great and i hope everyone gets a chance to see it it's it took me hours hours to do and uh i enlisted the help of many a friend it was the, the like first take as well at the album art but or like uh, oh it was like it was art. it was beautiful but man it was so good we couldn't we couldn't stop like or we, we had to stop right there it was that it was, was beautiful it. the first time it was seen yeah um so i'm glad we're sticking with that but anyway yeah so this is i guess i guess we're supposed to introduce ourselves yeah you want to go first? I feel like everyone's going to know us. But yeah, I, I can go first. Um, <clears throat> I'm Sean. I uh, I play drums. I live in a house. And I'm trying to start a podcast for the summer to have a good time. And uh, yeah, why don't you? That's where I'm going to end it. I'm probably going to okay. edit that little bit out right there. Where you I'm live still in a house though, really? I, I do live in a house, not wow. an apartment. It's a house. Not um, a boat? Not a... <laughs> I built it myself, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. What are you? Um, I'm Bryce Joseph Nelson. Um, I like doing video stuff um i don't i don't really know what else like yeah i don't know i like I technology i like i like i don't know i'm kind of surprised you gave your last name just for like i don't know i guess it doesn't really matter it doesn't but i don't know i don't know just kind of like can give me a weird vibe i was thinking about oh, it yesterday it? i was like okay you're thinking if about I'm introducing it? myself you're just saying sean do i want to give my last name I feel not like, you like have to though i feel like with really? podcasts you have to almost see I've gotten this, that impression. this is what i'm thinking about though i think about this because I was just listening to um, Hello Internet, mm-hmm. you know, CGP Grey and Brady Karan's, whatever. Yeah. And and Grey is super reserved with all of his personal yeah. information. He doesn't have a pictures of himself out nothing, there, Nothing like that. His name, even his first name by itself, like, no. Yeah, so I was just wondering, I was like, I wonder if he's right to not give his name. That being said, I don't think it's that, really that big of a deal. Um, well, like, if you have stuff out there on the internet anyway, it's like people can find it no matter what. Probably, yeah. So. so it doesn't matter too much. I was just thinking about it a lot, and I was like, hmm, maybe I Are you going to like not put your like full name in the description or whatever? You're just going to have Sean. Oh, I mean, I'm throwing it up on like my SoundCloud that has my full name. So it's not like... So you're not actually like, saving not your actually, privacy. Yeah, okay. it's okay. not private at all. Well, if you're not going um, full all the way in there, then I don't know. I, I guess. Know. I we could I could make a new SoundCloud to avoid this so that we're just like... Okay. I feel like i'm just creating a problem that is unnecessary yeah i feel like you don't actually need to have the yeah. whole privacy problem <laughs> well i've already committed well, so we're gonna just yeah. stick with i Let's exist as sean as an entity and uh, nothing more but now i feel weird now like i know right now, you kinda gave now yourself i have to up. say bryce yeah kind of naked and vulnerable yeah that's that's a bummer for you but i'm still safe <sighs> yep if you are but anyway there are going to be uh some other people joining us in the near future um I was going to introduce their full names, and I was like, nope, they're I know. Mine. Now I feel weird. It's like, do I introduce their full names? What if we introduce you know? one of them with a full name, one of them without a full name? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that makes awful. any sense. I think that means makes less sense. <laughs> yeah, probably. But one of them will be, uh, I'm just going for it. He's, his name's John Payton, and he's a friend of uh, ours. Been friends for for a couple years, multiple, five years him. now, I think. I know him since fifth grade. I know you've known him for a real long time, and you and you know the other guy, Ryan Hathaway. Yeah, Ryan Hathaway. I've known him since I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Right, so that's a lot longer than fifteen I've known years. Him. I don't really yeah. know him at all. Actually, this is more of a this is an, an introductory. Intro- I'm, in, I'm essentially introducing someone that I don't know yeah. on behalf of everyone else. Yeah, you probably will already. You're gonna know get to like know him over the podcast. Yeah, I'll get to know him. That'll be kind of fun. Developing a friendship over the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know the podcast. I think this whole idea is interesting. Honestly, this is just such a test run that it's like, what are we even going to talk about? Yeah, we have no idea. We have no idea. We wrote, we have a small guide. I want to pull up my laptop too. I just want to get but, that uh, drive thing out. And truly everything that we're talking about right now could be cut at any point in time. Oh, right? yeah. So maybe this whole part of you pulling this even out and I'll just like get that, that zipper noise and right stuff. Or like, oh, yeah, the typing noise, whatever. Oh, that too, yeah. Do you, what do they call type touch or do you hunt and peck? I type touch or... Yeah, touch type yeah. touch type, type. I, was like, I, was like, I don't i don't called type touch that's not t- that's not touch the word. type yeah yeah touch type yep i'm surprised people still hunt and peck hunt and peck i, I mean, think it's becoming more and more common actually uh because of like people growing up with like ipads and stuff where they have to hunt and peck pretty much so because of that people people don't know how to like like touch type on their computer like you normally would yeah i would have thought it would be something 
that would kind of die out with the older generation just because they would have been like newer to but technology then, being yeah. in the household. But like my younger brother hunting but packs. But people don't use keyboards all that much except for like I think that people um, people aren't taught how to use keyboards over inside of classrooms like they used to be. Like back when I was in school, like we yeah. like, still learned all that. But I, 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 I think that now typing. it's like, oh, you like, like, oh, everyone has like iPads and iPhones and like the touchscreen will really is like, very, very different than the physical keyboard that you get. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I, don't, I feel like I can still I don't know, touch I've had, type like, you still can iPad. touch type, but I think that... It's not as effective. It like, makes it easier to not touch type on an iPad because then, like, um, I guess you don't see that immediate benefit to touch typing on an iPad in the same way that you would on a computer. Or I, I don't think it's, like, as big of a difference because you're still having to, like, having to, like, glance down at your uh, hands anyway to, like, make sure that it's, like, positioned on the glass correctly so you're not, like, shifted over a couple keys or whatever. Like, on a keyboard, you can yeah. feel the keys. Yeah, that's You know true. where it is. And then mm-hmm. that's where touch typing really comes into benefit. Yeah. Speaking speaking of keyboards and simply feeling, you oh. have that minimalist keyboard. Oh, yeah. It's completely blank. There's and no text there's on There's no text on any of it. None of the, none of the letters are on any of the nope. keys. On some, like, special volume up and down buttons, they have some little icons, but that's it. That's it, right? Yeah. So, how... So, do you or like not it? the volume. It's, yeah, different. yeah. <laughs> but do you like it? I do, yeah. Like, I didn't really notice a difference at all, to be honest, because I don't look at my keyboard anyway. My question, though, but, is how big is your keyboard? Like, do you have that set of keys that's uh, to the right of... Oh, I don't know. You don't. Uh, okay, because I was like, I that. don't know what any of those keys oh, no, are. No. I would need to have some text. Like, where the delete, Arson. the page oh, oh, up, oh, oh, page oh, wait, down, oh, uh, oh, wait, like, uh, enter. I was thinking the ones on the left enter, on but... side of some keywords where they have macros. I was, no, oh, not no, the macros. No, yeah, no, no. no. But, um, the ones on the right, I do. Like in between like the, the number page pad up, down, and, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And, and so you just know where that stuff is. I don't use all the keys all the time, but okay. then it's like now it's like forcing me to like learn what they are to like memorize them, which yeah. I kind of like because like it takes away that handicap that you have when you have a keyboard that, that, that you can glance down. And, oh, like I'll do two uh, down spaces or whatever, or like backspaces or whatever, like with this number pad backspace. And like now I have to actually, actually like, think about where that key would be and then I have to like really process it. I don't know. Hmm. I kind of like it. I like. Uh, I've been thinking about that idea a lot about just like taking away handicaps um, inside of like various areas. Like I like um, I think that using Google Maps and stuff also has that effect where it's like, oh, I don't know streets because of me like, staring at my map when I have it up on my yeah like dashboard guiding me. Well, do you think it's as much of a hindrance if you start learning the path and then kind of breaking away from Google Maps? Let's say like you're using Google Maps a ton and then you finally kind of memorize the way to get there. Yeah, and then you kind of start learning the roads or would you rather you think you should just like i think that that's map quest like the like ideal way map, map quest well yeah where it just has all the directions and you have to like look for oh, all the streets it, so you're like it. looking at the streets while i think you're... that if your goal was to memorize where you're going mm-hmm. then like if you want to do it the fastest way possible then that would be how you want to do it but i think that that also takes a lot more like effort preemptively i think going like into a trip and if it's like a long trip and you don't want to, have to like memorize an entire route or like get a like, general sense of what's coming next and all that. I think that Google Maps still has its benefits, but I think that if you over rely on it and just like, use it everywhere, then it's like, oh, you're, you're like, I'm like, at that point, you're not going to ever really learn how to grow out of it, I think. So do you try to limit the amount of usage? Um, at first, I didn't at all, which I realized was a problem. Um, and then it's like over time I have. And then like typically I'll still have maps uh, open going to wherever I'm going next uh, on my destination route, but then I'll have my like screen off, whatever, just because I like seeing how much time it takes me to get to a place, whatever, because Google Maps showing you how much time your, really? your like trip was and all that. So like um, I do like having that stuff. And then if traffic, traffic pops up, I'll just hit my like home button over on my phone and then I'll see where the traffic was, whatever, and see if there's some kind of faster route. So n- nearly at all points in times, you're using Google Maps. I have it navigating you're... whether or not I'm actually using it. So like wow. I don't. So like I don't use Google Maps all the time, but I like like most of the time I would say yeah, I do. So you're taking the time to put in an address before you start leaving for somewhere. Uh, it depends. Um, so did you put in the address to come here? Uh, no, I have that on my calendar where I just have it like already in there, um, uh, in there um, as just like as like your house whatever in my calendar uh, entry so because of that i can just hit that the like navigate button at the top and then it just like instantly launches maps it immediately for me. takes you wow it immediately takes me there so what what phone do you use i have a samsung galaxy s8 so that's eight okay it's an android i like android for like that reason because i don't think you can do that no on you can't that sounds great that sounds yeah. amazing yeah um, although i i don't use google maps too much i use it when i like head more towards like 
San like Francisco the rural or something like places. that. Or yeah, not yeah. even rural places, but just like, like San Francisco, okay. where there's like tons of streets, cross streets, and all got that. It, I'm just it, not yeah. used to all of them. When but, you're not locally in the area, and like you're like, oh, like I know how to get to mm-hmm. like X restaurant, whatever, inside of downtown. Like I like I can get there. But if it's like a big city like SF, you're not yeah. super comfortable with. Or yeah. like the area directly around um, Cal. Yeah. So like yeah. all those streets getting back to 24. Like from Telegraph, I know like one path, and if I deviate it from that in any way, I'm like I have to use maps, even though huh. you know they all kind of like output to the same area. I'm Are you pretty like good. directional, or whatever, in your like way of thinking? Like, um, can like you figure out what what like direction you should you should head back in like about? Uh, I could, but it's like, do I want to spend okay. the extra time to like figure it out, or do I want to? I feel like, like get I home? like almost always know which way I should go, just like yeah. almost intuitively though. But then it's like. I don't know what the faster route is, which is why I will often use maps or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's like, that should be this way. And then I'll be like, oh, like, I'm just turning right. And like, I have no, like, logic in my head that I can explain as to why I think that I should go north or south or whatever. But, like, I just have that, like, sense in there, which hmm. is, like, the, it's kind of the compass sense. I don't know. It's weird. Are you going to get the new... I'm going to cycle or circle back to uh, to the phone question. Yep. Because I'm, I'm using an iPhone, so I don't get all these nifty Android kind of, like, I don't know, cool yeah. things that you guys have, features. But uh, are you going to get the new Pixel 3 that's coming out later? I might. I think I'll, I'll have to see how much trade-ins are and stuff like that for like, my phone. But I think I'm looking at that right now. Because like, um, right now, Google is like really killing it, I think. And, yeah, I agree. And Apple. I feel like Apple's kind of gotten stale. Like They're not like bad, but they're just they're just kind of like stagnating. Like, oh, like I don't know. This is the first time in a long time where I've thought, hmm, maybe I'll go to Android from yeah. iphone with i remember you said it pixel. once a couple of years ago and then it was like like oh um, i hated it i it hated was like my super switch. short-lived like nope yeah. i'm going back like, it was nope. awful yeah um because i just wasn't i don't remember what i had i had like a like an older galaxy um oh, yeah. no I, an older I think, I think that you had like galaxy s5 or something yeah like i think that i think that's right um yeah. and i had a really tough time using it um and S- especially back then back on android was like really clunky and stuff especially and... the messages back then oh were yeah rough I well iMessage is still the best it's just so ugly. It's like using WhatsApp. Oh. I feel like using Android, old Android messages. It's just not slick looking. Like, it's I don't not, know. No. It lacks that the aesthetic polish. that seems... Yeah, it lacks a polish, polish that makes it seem professional or intuitive. Um, that yeah. I think iMessage does really, really well. And that's what I think keeps people using it. And like the typing indicators and red receipts. Yeah. And the kind of built-in... And the, the whole e- like Wi-Fi stuff that will just send it over Wi-Fi. You don't have to use SMS yeah. all the time. Which yeah, is, it's like really clunky and it's like it takes a long time to send. And you can only that. send 160 messages exactly. yeah, yeah, per characters. characters. Yeah, and it's all annoying. Like I don't know. Android does a couple of things. They did things poorly in my opinion back then, which would have been like I don't know, six years ago maybe, uh, or five probably. But the Pixel Three, especially looking a little bit at the Google's I/O conference. Oh yeah, and seeing like duplex, for example, that oh duplex is wild, wild. Yeah, I. Although that stuff it. you can technically do on an iPhone, I think because Google Assistant oh, really? being there on the iPhone. Yes, yeah, so, like if you oh. want, you can, you can like actually get this Google Assistant app, um, and then and then in the App Store you can even have this Google Assistant widget that you have in your notification bar. I hate you pull down. I haven't like used it, so I don't know how like like how awful it is or like, how good it is, but I hate iOS widgets. They're awful. Okay. They, you can like only put them on one page, um, not like only. Yeah. Like there, there's a little bit of freedom. Just on your like first notification drawer, right? Yeah, but it's like not nearly as um, no helpful robust. as, or like you can't. There's not as much freedom as with an Android. You can like make pages that are dedicated with like a ton oh, of yeah, different yeah. types of widgets, right? Like on different pages, whereas yeah. you can't really do that with an iPhone, and I find it to be annoying. Like I want my calendar, I want a page in my phone to be my calendar, and yep, it's like I have that. And it's so Great. helpful. You and swipe left from your home screen. And there you go. Calendar. And that was deal. like one of my favorite things about having an Android was that like the apps that I wanted up and ready and like a full page were always there that I could just swipe to. And, then, and that's yeah. super helpful. And then like, and then it's like, because you didn't have to like cycle through folders and stuff of the apps that like you're like never going to ever use or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, like I have this like one random banking app that I use once a year that I like, like I still want it on my phone, but I don't want to actually like open it up each time. And I feel like Apple's building a higher and higher, higher and higher border wall. Like their walled garden idea, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And their stuff, their native stuff, all works really well together. Like so smooth. Um, like I love being able to text and then go to my phone or go to my laptop, my MacBook, and then start texting from there, or just like how the oh, yeah. browsers work well and um, work well together. And like I can take phone calls 
from my MacBook, and it's like seamless almost. Nice, yeah. Um, and I really like that. I like how smooth it is. Yeah. But and like I feel like the the tipping point was when the HomePod. The HomePod is your, only is used one. Apple Music. Oh yeah. And then it's like oh. And I was like, come on, this is like. You can't use Spotify. It's like everyone has Spotify. It's like yeah, it's so over. Like we are yeah. refusing to do the popular thing because we want you to use our product. And it's like and the problem is that like is it like now they have like so many different products that they're overlapping into like other companies. So it's like for Apple Music and stuff like it wasn't as difficult to like um as difficult for like them to like integrate Spotify or whatever. But then like because of this like apple music integration or it's like it's like oh like uh, of course um of course that like they're gonna default to like their own music service but like as like i think that like i think that most of these tech companies are just getting really big and um, and they're now overlapping companies are are, are 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 like getting big and did you read the circle i have not by dave no. eckers i have not i want to read that that is a good book it's not actually i don't think it's a good book i think it was like very cliche i found was it like thought provoking still even um it was, like was thought provoking it was like cliche but it still had like elements of it that were interesting and it was like it was just like a black mirror episode essentially okay. it's kind of how i describe it and if you if you took black mirror and threw it in a mixing pot with 1984 that's that is that's what, what that book is and it had a good kind of premise being like okay what happens if a tech company pretty much is all encompassing does everything for you it is involved in every little thing um including like your banking and all of that and how does that and like you know they have cameras everywhere like they're seeing everything because it's all part of the social the show whatever yeah like like uh it's like facebook google pretty much right yeah it's like that's a facebook google mix yeah and um but like also they're involved in your finances to some extent and like are just really invested in your life and how they're like it gets kind of controlling and weird because you're only doing things in order to get more social points mm -hmm. because like everyone's rated at the same and like everyone really cares. So it was kind of thought provoking in that sense. Um, and there is a black mirror episode where it's like that girl has that uh, app where you're rated out of like five stars and she's trying to go to a wedding, but she doesn't uh, have a high enough rating. And so she's trying to like earn rating, blah, blah, blah. And it's just an interesting book that talks about that. Um, and with you just like, and how you said, as these tech companies try to branch out, they're trying to be like all encompassing because they want everyone just to use their product because that's where they're going to get all of their money. And it's just kind of scary to think that, yeah, like eventually someone will probably win unless you know, the government step in and are like, hey guys. I don't know if, um, I don't know if like one person will win. I think that it could go to a duopoly kind of thing, but I don't know about one person winning. I, I feel like yeah, we'll duopolies see. are like very common, but I don't think that people ever end up giving in to like monopolies and stuff because. Mm -hmm. Like even if you look at Android and, and just like iOS and stuff, like those two, um, those two OSs like ended up ended up on top. Um, even the Windows Phone was there, it was like Palm for a while. Like all the other ones died out because because like um, I think that like people always want to have some kind of alternative that's like counterculture or, or something like that. So because of that there's gonna always have to be some other company out there to fulfill that desire mm -hmm. for this counterculture. I don't think that one company can gain total power because of that. Well, let's hope not, because let me tell you, Circle did not have a happy ending. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, on to Google, what I think is interesting about it, especially with this new stuff, like the Pixel 3, they're coming out with the Pixel Watch, Duplex, and them trying to integrate RCS across the board to, like, supplant SMS. It's pretty much like iMessage, but for, like, open standard for, like, carriers to use and then implement. So, because yeah. the Android phones are going to get, like, a lot of features that, like, uh, that, like iOS users have had for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like... You can get read Most receipts. importantly, like yeah, read receipts and typing indicators. Is it read receipts or read receipts? I guess it, I, I guess it makes I sense would think to it's read. read receipts because you I leave think them I've always on said read. read. Yeah, that makes sense. And like it means that I they've read that. it. It's a receipt okay. of them. Well, it is a receipt of them reading it, but yeah, like I don't know. They read it. I don't, it's a, I think never it's mind. Read Let's move on. <laughs> um, which communication services? Yes, is what Google's coming out with, and I think they've already rolled it out to a couple of carriers. A bunch of carriers have committed to it, but oh, but they then, committed to but it. Then, like, um, I think that pretty much every carrier has at this point. Yeah, uh, and then also like other tech companies have, have as well. But um, I think that right now they're still rolling out it to the different carriers. So I think like like right now Sprint has it rolled out on some of their phones, mm -hmm. but it's not across the board on like all their phones or across the board on like T-Mobile, Verizon, or AT&T. Yeah. So. so that'll be interesting. That's what I find to be the biggest. The biggest hindrance like the, the biggest hindrance to me like moving over is because iMessage is just so slick 
And people are always just like, oh, why don't you just use like WhatsApp or something like that? But WhatsApp is ugly. You can't get other people to download that as well. Yeah, it's like it's just so seamless using iMessage. Um, but if RCS is as good as iMessage, um, obviously it'll take won't take data, but it'll take. Well, actually, what do you mean data? I'm not sure. Um, I know because you know iMessage. Is are you sending sending like pictures internet. and stuff? Huh? Or uh, are you saying sending pictures and stuff? Or like, no, are no, you no, wondering because... if you can do it over Wi-Fi? Is that your? Well, wondering, if you or... can do it over Wi-Fi, but iMessage um, uses up your data, like your internet data. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah, it does. Um, it's not because it's not sending an SMS. It's not like yeah. counting towards your texts for the month. So That's if right, RCS yeah. does something like that, I don't think it is. So yeah, yeah, I don't think it That's is. Like I think it's more like a, an SMS replacement. It is, it's like yeah, like better. Yeah, uh, it's like better SMS, which is like 10 years coming at this point so like <laughs> yeah for reals but anyway if it's seamless where like let's say if i'm using an android if i'm using the new google pixel and i'm te- sending a text to someone with an iphone x if they're texting their other iphone friends or whatever it's still iMessage, but like it's seamless transition they're texting me and it's like both of us are using rcs and it's as if there was no difference i think that'll be and then apple adopting rcs is also that second if they yeah factor. they have because apple hasn't signed on yet but they might if uh, if it catches on, like they're going to be forced to almost. So we'll see. I don't, I kind of don't believe that they'll be forced to. Well, Apple's always no. got, yeah, like, like, I don't think they're going to be forced to. I think that it'll look bad for Apple if they don't at a certain point. And then that will hurt them so badly that like they're going to like almost want to adopt it. I don't know. I, I don't know, know how much they believe iMessage is like holding people in. Because like if they believe that, um, that it's what's like keeping most people there, then of course they can't do it. Like even if it hurts their like brand image, because of the RCS support thing, then they're like, it's probably still in their best interest. It's interesting to think like, does Apple really care about being technology centric or do they care more about like almost the luxury status? I think that now they're really striving after that, that like the luxury thing yeah. where they have a really high price point for their technology. Like the iPhone X, what came out at? It was 999. Yeah. It was like a thousand bucks, which was, I don't know how much more than the, it's 200 more. Oh no, it was 250 more. My bad. Yeah. And the comparable Android phone, which is like... So I was saying from the iPhone 7. But yeah, oh, the iPhone. Okay, the iPhone 7. I mean, even still, though. Yeah. It's still a lot from the previous phones. And the HomePod is like $250. $350. It's $350? It's $349, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or you can get like... Yeah. Like and they don't even support Home Spotify. Like $129. Like Amazon... That has, is yeah. frustrating. But it sounds really good. That's but it what sounds they good. And it, and it... And the voice assistant is like pretty awful, I've heard, but... Like the Siri is not great. Well, Siri's awful now. Like I yeah. try using Siri, it's like Siri, can you look at nearby food? It's like calls my mom. It's like, <laughs> but just these high price points, it just kind of like I feel like cuts the chaff at the bottom. Where it's like we don't want people that don't have some level of a status who have like this level of they have to be able to buy into everything. That where they, they got to buy into everything and like you have these expensive items. It's just like if you're wearing something Gucci, like people who are rich and affluent wear gucci things why because they can afford this exorbitant price tag for like no good reason other than the fact that it's saying look i'm wearing gucci you know yeah and not that there's anything inherently wrong with wearing gucci like i don't if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna wear gucci and you're gonna pay for that like i don't care you can use your money however you please but it's interesting how we view apple we viewed apple for a long time as like this tech company just as much as google is or facebook or anything like that and now i feel like they're diverging from that going into this kind of luxury status where they're not like on the front of creating cool new technology that's like blowing everyone's mind um and they're instead just like hiking prices up and saying they've like always kind of done that to an extent i think that this time it's like different because of them not also pushing forward technology so it's like just that luxury status thing and it's not also driving technology up at a rate that's matching that status increase yeah so like because of that it's like it seems like it's like it's just a like luxury move which it might be it's interesting like i'm a big fan of this guy named scott galloway who yeah uh, runs a business that does digital analysis and he's all about big technology and talking about it and he's written a book about it called the four that's real good and i just finished his like, chapter about apple yesterday actually. oh really yeah. yeah yeah well i think he has a good point when he talks about apple where he says it appeals to your sexual desire because when you see someone in a coffee shop and they have a Dell laptop it doesn't really mean as much as when you see someone sitting right next to them with like an Apple laptop and it just has like that different look to it of like, Oh, you have the nice product. Like you're not using the, the schmuck laptop. You got like the cool thing. And it's like, he has a good, I can't remember what his analogy is, but 
something along the lines of just like mate with me because i have money and like i will provide blah 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 and like that's what apple stands for in these kind of circumstances and i kind of think it's true to the extent like if i'm going inside of a, a starbucks and i see someone working on their thinkpad i'm just like god come on dude like that's <laughs> it's a lackluster laptop right now right there and, but if I see a, like, I, you believe the person if they're using a Mac laptop. Like, oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, okay. You're, you know what you're I doing. I like this, like, yeah. Like, I work at this tech firm. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, you you, of course you do. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. talking, I, I, I played drums and I was playing for this musical thing. And the music director, I was talking to him about this whole concept of Apple being kind of like luxury, like a luxury brand and having kind of like a slick, sexy aesthetic to it. And he, had, he said this funny thing. He's like, yeah, well, you marry your PC, but your girlfriend's your Mac. And I was like, <laughs> it's kind of true. Like, it's just got that different vibe. Like, you're like stuck with the with yeah, your PC. and like, like it's, oh, it's functional. It's like definitely better. it's like better functionally, but yeah. I still like the Mac, but though. it's not as sexy as the Mac. I'm interested to see when we all get together eventually, Ryan, John, you, me. So just talking about random things. Just like in terms of like random topics and stuff, like are you are you interested what kind of conversations we're going to have? Yeah, I'm interested to see what we're gonna have, and just interested to see what we talk about. Um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting having just the duo. I feel like I don't have enough to say all the time. Okay, this whole time you definitely lead the conversations in general. So like that's what I was kind of yeah. Well, I feel like I'm I like bouncing bouncing off what other people are saying. Um, I think John will be a good addition i think like having more people to bounce ideas off of for you will also be helpful like mm-hmm. um um because like i don't know if you're gonna end up leading like in general leading these kind of conversations but if you are then then i think that it would definitely help to just like have that like thing where like if you want you can go back and forth between different people or yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens i'm excited what i'm real excited for actually is the movie roulette okay are we doing I, that officially like oh i don't know if we're officially gonna do this but here, i'll tell everyone my idea yeah. so this is my idea I feel like I don't watch enough movies. It's difficult for me to go, like, take the time out to watch movies, whatever. I don't know. Like, just like a, like reading a book. I feel like I should read more, but I never end up doing it. Like, oh, I should watch more cool movies because that's such a big part of culture. Um, but I don't. So I have this idea where what us four are going to do, Ryan, John, Bryce, me, we're going to, once a week, watch a movie. But what we're going to do is one person... He's going to choose the movie for the week and not tell anyone else about it. And we're all going to show up, meet together. And this person's just going to plug in this movie and we're all going to watch it, have no idea what's going on. And that'll, then we'll rotate from there. And we'll probably talk about it in the podcast eventually about the different movies that we're watching. But I think it's going to be a great idea because often when you're looking for movies, trying to find them, you end up like reading the plot synopsis and you kind of have a good idea of what you're going to get yourself into as you're going into it. And it kind of just shapes your perspective just enough to where like you're already setting expectations. Whereas if we put ourselves in this like roulette where one person's just picking one and everyone's going to have to deal with it, it'll be interesting as you're going in like essentially a blank slate because you have no idea what's going to go on. And I feel like you get actually more of the storytelling in the movie because the exposition matters more to you. Like if you if you read a synopsis and you're like, Billy is like living his normal life and then one day something happens right and you're just like watching the exposition in the or movie the trailers these days these trailers where it shows, shows all everything the cool things yeah and you're like and then you're just waiting you're like for waiting for that last scene of the movie to like have that and you're like oh man or you're just waiting for it to kick in where you like oh this is an alien movie so you're watching like the first 20 minutes and none of the aliens are there because they haven't arrived yet and you're like i'm just waiting for the cool stuff to start whereas if you don't know what the movie's going to be about exactly, there's yeah. 20 minutes of exposition you're like hmm i wonder what's going to happen next like what's happening oh my gosh they're aliens so I think it'll be an interesting topic. I don't know. If you want to, we, we could even just like turn it into a like segment of the podcast or, or something like that. Like we could just like start out talking about something else and then we can just like all of a sudden cut and then just like do a segment about the movie roulette thing. That's kind of what I was experience. planning on doing, just us okay. all talking about the movies. I've already kind of picked out the movie that I'm going to do. Really? Okay. I, I know what movie I'm going to play first for Ooh. everyone and I'm excited for it. I'm excited. What's your favorite movie? Oh man, I just... Uh... I could not tell you off the top of my head or not. Like, I would have to like, really think about that. I, like, do not like those kind of, like, questions where they ask, what is your favorite this or that? Because, like, I feel like I, feel like I like, can't answer those most of the time. Like, oh, it's like... Um, what are some... Have you seen... Did you see Black Panther? I did, yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. I, I didn't love it. I think You it, didn't love it? Really? I okay. didn't, know. Like, um, 
I didn't hate it or anything like that, but like uh, I like I just thought like it kind of felt like a little stale, which is like part of the whole like Marvel, just hmm. like like oh we're something like, like watch another superhero movie, and like um I think that that one is like definitely Marvel's best in a long time. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But like besides Infinity War, whatever. But like um I haven't seen that so okay yeah, <clears throat> but like um I think that like I I didn't like like but like overall like it still just like had that superhero vibe to it and it is a superhero movie like, so it, it is yeah. Which I, f- I feel like I've seen too many of these superhero movies, though, so where, like, um, it just, like, deludes, like, good superhero movies whenever I see those. It's like, oh, like, it's just another superhero movie, and, like, it, like then, like, I like, throw it in with, like, Ant-Man or whatever, and it's like, oh, just, like, another one of those. But really? Okay. I, I feel like that kind of, like, happens to me. I don't know. I disagree. I definitely thought it was better than uh, oh, no, no. Ant-Man. Um, it was, like, definitely better than it, but it just, like, still had that, like, like um I guess, like, inside of my head, I was just, like, categorizing it as being just, like, one of these kinds of movies, whatever. So like it like it like I think like that kind of like shapes my opinion about like superhero movies as a whole. I feel like I'm not as great at just like discerning. I guess just like individual greatness, whatever, inside of each film, because like I just like start associating some kind of overall opinion about a genre. Or, yeah, like, I get that. I get that. I don't know. I enjoyed Black Panther. I tend not to like the superhero movies. If I'm being perfectly okay. honest, I think the Marvels. <clears throat> my friend, a coworker of mine, says uh, there are movies and there are films, <laughs> and. The Marvel movies are movies. They're like they're just pure entertainment, yeah. and I find that the recent ones they just kind of get a little overrated. Um, and like they're There's so like blown up, but, like these are so amazing, like, yeah. and whatever. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of over it. Um, but I thought Black Panther was was good. I was like, oh, this was actually was it like great, or was it just good? Um, I wouldn't say any of them are great. To be perfectly okay. honest. Uh, I again I haven't seen like Thor Ragnarok which everyone really enjoyed and I haven't seen Infinity War because I'm so tired of these movies so I haven't <laughs> actually gone around to seeing them but those so those could be great movies but like I don't know I th- I feel like the best one was Iron Man like the original Iron Man the first Iron Man that was good um again it's not great like but you can't compare it to be like this isn't Shawshank Redemption like I'm not going into these movies thinking oh I'm going to watch the greatest movie that's ever been created let's watch Thor 2, you know, like, oh, no, never. Yeah. No, that was that was not good at all. <laughs> like, it was an awful movie. But like, I wouldn't say Black Panther's great, but it was good for what it's trying to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's probably up there in like, definitely like the top, like maybe, like maybe five still, but I don't know. Top five what? Of like Marvel movies. Marvel, right? I believe yeah. that. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I thought it was cool. I like, um, what's his name? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, he's. I yeah, thought he did a great really job. Good. I really enjoyed it. Have you seen two movies? Actually, I'm gonna ask. I haven't seen a lot. Like you haven't seen. Do you don't go to the theaters a lot? Movies? I do not at all. Oh man, did you see Get Out though? I did actually. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because I thought that was wonderful. Like I so that, good. Uh, yeah, uh, I liked it. It was like a year ago now. Like I'm trying to like I'm trying to like bring that back, but I liked it. I don't. It was good. I love Key and Peele. Like those oh, sketches yeah. on YouTube. I've watched all of them, maybe twice over. <laughs> um, I think they're hilarious, but. I thought Jordan Peele did a really good job of being comedic while also having it kind of have this horror thriller vibe to it. Like the movie is kind of like a horror movie, but there's really funny parts throughout the whole thing. And like one moment you're like they really gripping, really like gripping the armrest. Yeah. Like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen next. And you're really nervous about what's going to go down. And then two minutes later, you're laughing because of some funny joke that was just told. And you're like, it's just, I don't know. It was a cool juxtaposition of these two genres of like comedy and horror. And I thought he did a great job. So I'm going to guess you have not seen A Quiet Place then. I had not yet, no. I really want to totally see that one though. That that was a I've good heard it's flick. fantastic. I saw it twice in the theaters actually. Really? Yes. I really, really enjoyed it. It's actually. like up with these like actors just like becoming writers and stuff and like doing great jobs. Like yeah. in both those movies. You know, to be honest, actually, I haven't seen the entirety of the office i've seen lots okay. of random episodes lots of random clips when it was well, live sure. on tv when it was still sh- like on air uh, my parents watched a ton of it and every now and then you know i'd go and watch a little bit with them but i haven't like gone through it the like entire season the whole jim you know like storyline the whole yeah. jim and pam storyline yeah. whatever i think jim is a great character um and john krasinski does a great job uh acting that and he does a great job in a quiet place if you haven't seen that go see it but I just haven't seen all of The Office. And I feel like I'm missing out because it's so hip right now. Yeah. To watch like Parks and Recreation, The Office, How I Met Your Mother, Friends. Like everyone's watching Everyone's it all the back, time. And then it's like watching all these old series. And I haven't seen any of them. Like all the way through. I've obviously really? seen okay. episodes of all of them. But I haven't actually like watched any of those series all the way through. 
I've seen most of the series you mentioned. Yeah. I just, all like, of those? Of all those? I've seen, Even Friends? Uh, I've seen half of Friends. Wow. Or wait, I've seen three seasons? I don't know. It's like not quite half. Okay, but, okay. But I've seen the whole series. Like, uh, I've seen every other uh, every other show's whole series of Friends. Which is your favorite of them? I like How I Met Your Mother actually a lot. I don't know. I think I might say that one. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's like really funny. Um, I think that like Neil Patrick Harrison. Uh, oh, Harrison's yeah. character is like fantastic. Hilarious. Hilarious. He's, he's so good. And then I think like overall like cast just like works really well together. Mm-hmm. And like um, and then I think that that in particular has that more like I guess like slapstick kind of, um, I guess like traditional comedy uh, kind of feel to it as opposed to like Parks and Rec and stuff where it's all just like dry and it's all just like that like mockumentary style like oh we're mm-hmm. just gonna have no like no like laugh track at all in the background we're like watching this thing silent whatever which i think that like um it's definitely different and it was like really cool seeing that for the first time with the office but i think that there's something to be said for having a like laugh track in there and just like having that kind of just like like feel like uh, i think that like it makes you feel more like engaged or, like uh, at least it does for me anyway and mm-hmm. that might be something it's more like, a, more like more empathetic almost or, yeah 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 i find how i met your mother to be the least funny really out of all of those options um, from what i've seen again i haven't seen okay, all of them yeah. all the way through i've just seen lots of episodes of all of them yeah and i don't like the characters a lot okay i was wondering about that with oh, yeah they're so yeah. like lame to each other i feel like and selfish and odd yeah and i don't know i don't love the acting to be perfectly the honest the acting is, the acting is yeah. strong and i have a really hard time getting into a show if like i find the acting is weak um, but the writing is hilarious. Neil Patrick Harris is like a killing actor. Yeah. And he does a great job with he's Barney. He's so talented. Like he's that. so funny. And he's so yeah. charming. And like, don't get me wrong. I think how I met your mother, how I met your mother is a hilarious show. Just of those, of, of those. Story. Like I really yeah. like, um, I really like Parks and Rec. I think that one's really funny. Mm. I think Amy Poehler is hilarious. <laughs> and so, and Aziz Ansari. Like I think both of those, they're funny people. So whatever. How I met your mother is good though. My family the really likes would, like, it. would probably take second place for me, though. The Office, I liked. The Office is really good. What's what's his name? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he, I just, you just look at him and you're laughing. He's so yeah. funny. Like it's, he's just got such a great, a great comedic timing and does it perfectly. I think he's so funny. He's so funny. He does a great job he's on that show. Fantastic. Speaking of The Office, though, the actor who plays Dwight Schrute, mm-hmm. um, his name's like Rain. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Yeah. I I watch a lot of HBO. Was I, he on some like old show? Yes, or? he was, and it was the craziest really? thing. I was watching the show called um, Six Feet Under, and it has Michael C. Hall, who's the guy that's in Dexter. If you've seen oh, that, okay, no, I have not. But okay, yeah, I know who that is. But whatever, him. He's one of the main actors in that show. And there's a season where Rain Wilson dates. I'm sorry for spoilers. <laughs> the show's old though. Whatever. But he dates um, Michael C. Hall's mother. Or, yeah. like, has, like, a weird love interest thing with his mother, even though she was, like, double his age or something. Um, and he curses in the show because it's HBO. You know, they can yeah. curse. And it's just so funny seeing these actors who come from these live TV <laughs> live TV shows where, like, you know, it's all fairly... It's all PG, essentially. And then going on to, like, the TV mature HBO show. And they're, like, using crazy expletives and, like, acting crazy and weird and whatever. And, like, Rain Wilson is, like this like weird crazy guy in the show but it was just funny and interesting to see like kind of where these people get their starts like lots of people i feel like i i've seen on hbo shows and then like they'll appear later on like other things and they'll get really big and it's like wow isn't like jimmy kimmel inside of like uh i think it's like band of brothers or something is he oh i I haven't seen see i actually haven't seen band of brothers which is tragic i saw the first episode and i I never made the rest of it because i I think i started finals or something the week after but yeah (laughs) i saw um I don't even want to talk about the show right now because I hate it so so much. But Girls, you know, is this HBO show Lena Dunham's HBO show? I have such a love hate relationship with it. But anyway, the actress who plays Jen Urso, I think her name's Felicity Jones or something. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, she's in one episode of that show, and it was oh, before Rogue One came out. And I remember watching that, and and this was after I had already seen Rogue One, and I was like, oh no way, here she is. And what's funny is Adam Driver is a main character. Oh, Adam wow. Driver's Kylo Ren, if you don't know. Adam Driver is a main character in Girls. And I was like, wow, they're just taking all the Star Wars people from uh, HBO, from this show, Girls. And, oh yeah. my gosh, can't believe forgot this, Donald Glover, who's also already famous before this show. But Donald Glover is in a couple episodes of Girls. And now he's <laughs> in the new uh, HBO 
or no, not the new HBO, the new Star Wars movie as yeah. Lando Calrissian, which comes out tonight. I'm gonna say, yeah, tonight, yeah, tonight. Which I'm not gonna see opening night. No. I would like to see it I've soon. I've heard though. mixed things about it though. Really, no. you have? I thought I saw like ratings that were like mixed. Where some people hated it, some people liked it a lot. Oh man, I I heard good things about it. Really? Okay. I my favorite Star Wars movie is Attack of the Clones though, so I have a very I have an in- interesting view on these. Things. Interesting perspective yeah. on these Star Wars movies. I really like Star Wars though. It's my jam. It's, there's a Star Wars blanket currently on the couch that Bryce is sitting at. So oh. I'm I'm a, I'm a big I'm yeah. a big Star Wars guy. So I'm gonna love it regardless. It'll be great. And there's Amelia Clark, who's on Game of Thrones. Really? Uh, HBO show. HBO knows everything. HBO is wow. a great way of picking out talent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's in it. She's, she's the token female character, in the show, or in the movie. That to- makes sense. Token I was harsh, like make- but I'm just saying like yeah. I feel like all these movies, all the Star Wars movies, there's always like one love interest. Yeah. Girl or whatever. I don't even know if she's a love interest. We'll see. It's like there's Padme, there's Leia. And now there's going to be whoever Amelia Clark plays. It's like, okay, guys. And there's Ray now with the new new ones. I don't yeah, know. There's yeah. always just like one girl. So we'll see. Although, yeah, with these like, like last few movies that they've done, girl leads though, which is interesting. Okay. Which is cool. I dig yeah. it. Yeah, I do It's too. a new, new like, I don't know, kind of spin on all of it. I think, oh, what's her name? Daisy Ridley. Yeah, she's really she's good. Great. She's, 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 she's yeah. great. She's great. I'm just going to have to go through all of the, every single HBO show until I find her. Because I'm sure she's <laughs> in one of them one episode somewhere she's in one episode somewhere i think that she was actually like uh found through star wars so i don't think she did anything acting before star wars really wow I good for so. her for like what are um, these people? How? yeah how i know yeah i think that star wars wanted to like pick out someone who's just like random who like um so then like because of that wait no, i think that she had done like one acting thing before that or like then and and then it's like that was it but i think that they like wanted to, to like pick up people people wouldn't recognize i guess so like, because of that like it's it feels like i don't know i guess like at that point you're not projecting a character or whatever onto yep. the actor they have yeah. in the movie totally they're like this is just a raw blank yeah. slate that you can do whatever you want with exactly yeah and that's cool people have mixed feelings about the sequels but the prequels like or the sequels the sequels okay. like the ones post uh like yeah. seven seven eight, eight and then soon to be nine but also all of the other ones like rogue one and this will be the han solo one but the first the three that have come out so far since whatever a decade being the force awakens Rogue One and The Last Jedi. People feel like are real love them or hate them. Yeah. With these movies. It was like the prequels to be honest as well though. So like I feel like it's like the that same thing. That is true actually, again. yeah. People are it's easy to hate the prequels. Especially something yeah, yeah. But I love them with all of my heart. Well yeah. <laughs> my least favorite is You also grew up on them though, right? So yeah, I did. Exactly. Yeah. And but so you feel that like childhood nostalgia attached to them, like I like Jar Jar Binks because when I was five, I thought Jar Jar Binks was hilarious. Yeah. And he was supposed to be hilarious for a five-year-old, so it worked perfectly. So I just have that nostalgia that really makes the movies a lot better than they really are. I mean, now when I go back and watch them after watching like Shawshank Redemption or something, it's like, oh, wow, well, this is... I used to think this was the greatest movie ever, and this is literally garbage. But I love it so much. It's yeah. so near and dear to my heart. So, yeah. whatever. But I like the sequels a lot, too. So, I don't know. Yeah. I like Last Jedi a lot, actually. Okay, really? Yeah. I think... I really didn't, actually. You didn't? Honest. Okay, well, I thought you just said you, you like really liked Well, them. of the sequels so far, it's my least favorite. Okay. I really didn't like... Um, man, it's been a long time since actually I've seen it, because I didn't like it so aggressively. Um, I didn't like that uh, one like woman's name. I, I've heard like that... Uh, the like, pink hair lady. Like I didn't like her lady. at all. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the casino scene a lot. Okay. And everyone kind of bashes the casino scene. Yeah. Because it seemed fairly unnecessary. And I really liked the salt planet, like the red rocks, whatever. I was like, yeah. But they were there for like 15 minutes. And I was like, man, I wish you just cut out the casino and made it all about that cool crystal planet. Like that was so cool and hit. Yeah, that's true. So I really liked that. And yeah, I don't know. Watching it twice. So I saw it the first time I saw it. I was like, this is easily my least favorite uh, Star Mm -hmm. Wars movie. And then I watched it a second time. And some of the things that I first really did not like... For example, the like the pink-haired lady. I don't remember mm-hmm. the woman's name. But the second time around, I kind of gave a little bit more grace to that. Okay. Um, but overall, like, I don't know. It's probably my least favorite. I like Rogue One a lot. Really? So, right. And some people really don't like that one. I liked it. I thought, like, it was kind of slow early on at, like, some point. Yeah. So, like, the pacing was kind of weird. But, mm-hmm. like, other than that, I thought it was, like, really solid, though. And the yeah. ending was, like... Uh, uh, great like final act was like like, yeah it was great it was the first time where i felt like in a movie 
the Star Wars series really talked about the cost of war and like how people die and it's dark and it's heavy and it's like Star Wars for it's, once. Yeah, it was like it's like a war. It was a Star yeah. War. And I really liked that. I think the animated series, I'm such a nerd. The I Clone love Wars. Star Wars so much. But I've seen the, like the Clone Wars animated series. I yeah, I think I stopped at season 6. I never saw that that the uh, last like season. one only Netflix whatever. Yeah. yeah. That one has some dark moments where I thought like yeah, this is like I like this. And yeah. uh there's another animated series actually oh, the, that people the cartoon one the cartoon one the one that yeah. was made by the creator for or the artist for Samurai Jack yeah yeah <laughs> and it's so good and no one knows what it is but it's like really really good um but that is also there's some times where it's like people like are dying all the time and because it's a war it's like it's hard and I really liked that but I'm excited to see where the Star Wars universe continues to go yeah. now that Disney is just throwing money at it like it's for like example Marvel, yeah. <laughs> did you see that uh. I can't remember if it's like kind of the creators of the Game of Thrones show, TV show, kind of signed on for a Star Wars series. They're really? going to make a Star Wars series. Um, wow. And I, I'm not sure if it'll be HBO, but if it's going to be HBO, it'll be dark and it'll be heavy. And that'll be, wow. It'll be awesome. I'm excited. That'll I'm a little be exciting. hyped. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I'm excited to see how good. I feel like Disney's going to probably want to put that on their own like light platform though at some point because I know that they're working on their own like Netflix competitor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. I think they are doing that, and um, it'll depend on whether or not I think they purchase Fox if they get all that, because I know that Comcast is that's true. Yeah, it just Comcast came out. Just like like wanted to throw there. like what is it, like sixty billion dollars or something, yeah, like, something yeah. insane in it, cash or, or in cash. Like yeah, it was yeah. an insane amount of money. So it's not solidified yet, but I would imagine that if Disney were to purchase all of Fox's assets. They would create a video service, but they'd probably break it up a lot like how Netflix does, where there's Netflix Kids and then there's Netflix. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be like the Disney service. Like there's going to be one Disney service and there's going to be like Disney Kids. And that'll have like all the Disney movies, all of like yeah. the TV shows and yada, yada. And then there's just going to be like, we can just call it like the regular Disney service. I don't know what they'd end up calling it, but it could have all of like the Fox things along with like the, maybe this dark HBO yeah. or some of the Star Wars or something like that. Some of the stuff that's like PG-13 and not for... I still don't see Disney themselves doing doing like our uh, things that are like or just like MA and we like Star Wars. Like I don't think that they're gonna take it that route. I hope they do. Yeah, but like I don't I really think, hope they do. I don't think that they will those things. I I don't know. I feel like they're gonna wanna like have like kids watch it. Like, oh yeah, like like uh, like I don't I, I see it. this is the thing. I don't think you would sign on two of the HBO Game writers. of Thrones writers if you wanted a PG show. I mean That's true. Game of Thrones is anything but pg like yeah uh, you can't you can't we'll see what it goes, that. yeah i um, hope it's something like 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 dark and gritty and stuff i don't see yeah i want to talk about game of thrones in the near future but still haven't seen it what no oh, yeah. dude come on you, you gotta go see watch westworld it. though right so i have not started season two of westworld oh okay i haven't either actually okay. i was gonna start that uh as soon as like finals ended so that's today that's <laughs> okay there you go i liked season one mm-hmm I don't know. It, it kind of by the end, I was kind of like, "There's a cool twist." Yeah. Sorry if you have not seen it, but there's a cool twist in season one, and a couple actually. But overall, I was just like, "This is a classic like robots turn evil." Now what kind of thing? And now there's, but I'm excited to see what season two does. I'm yeah. way behind the curve because it came out like, like a month like ago. A, yeah, like a yeah. solid month ago. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. It comes out weekly though, doesn't it? Or does it all come yeah. out at once? It's all weekly. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's probably still coming out then. Yeah. I think five episodes are out. And there's like five left or something like that. So there's still time to actually catch up. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But Game of Thrones, we're going to say something about that. Like, <coughs> well, if you haven't seen it, it, doesn't matter. I just like talking about Game of Thrones. And okay. I'm like, it's so, it's such a good show. Actually, I can't say it's a good show. I've only read it. I haven't seen a you lot of it. You haven't seen a lot of it? <laughs> I still need to, the, the show is so far ahead of the books that I need to, I need to like, start watching it because i'm i want to know what's happening and people are talking about it. it's like i'm like oh stop don't talk please because i don't know what's happening i'm trying to wait for the book before it was like inverted but now inverted it's like yeah a... now it's not so now i need to watch the i need to just watch the tv show get to the end I, I, it's so good it's so good i don't want to like overhype it but it's real good tv have you seen the wire actually i have not no i think that's a really good show that people should watch um i've heard that as well man there's like so many shows that i watch there's like, so many like, good shows and this is there's so many good movies this yeah. is why i'm like we got to do the movie roulette you can't yeah. do the tv roulette because it's like you have to watch the so whole season long. a week so like, yeah a season a week or something yeah. that'd be insane but the movies are more doable but yeah there's like so much good 
film and television that yeah. we're just not it is like golden age right now for sure of like like film and television but i feel like it'll only get better too i yeah. feel like with technology becoming more and more accessible um and like nice technology like you can get nice video cameras or all you need is a laptop in order to make music or, or yeah. anything like this it like we're democratizes getting... like like um um I guess people who can become creators or can become yeah, like filmmakers you, and all that. The barrier to entry is like there's still there's definitely a barrier to entry, um, but it's so much lower than it was 50 but years it's ago. So much lower, yeah. Like it's like, oh, like um, if like someone wanted to like make some like video whatever or some like documentary, it would be like it'd be like whole like crew of people and you know like how all this now people can do it on their, I guess like phones even to like some extent, but on like DSLRs and stuff for sure you can just go out and like do it for like thousand dollars. Yeah, like, and that's, that's a lot less than like a couple hundred thousand. Like, right, exactly, a lot less than that. So, yeah. So it's, it's like, just cool to think that we're getting to a point in time where just like art is getting created. Like art so is like almost like more pure in a way, whatever, because then you don't have to like go through all the filters of like different people and all that. Yeah. Like it's just like one person's vision of something and then they were able to make it exactly how they pictured it in their head because of the tools they have. And I've heard different perspectives on this. Like I have some friends that are like, ah, it's just saturating the market and yeah, everything's like muddy and gross and it's not actually creating great con- content. But uh, I don't know, like, it'll be interesting to see where things go from here. As this technology becomes more and more cheaper and people, more and more people are able to get this kind of access to technology, I, sh- I would imagine, like, man, music is probably going to get so much better. It's hard because for videos, people just end up going to, like, Vimeo or YouTube. It's not like you're like, oh, now you have a $1,000 camera. You're selling movies on the big at, like, yeah. the big screen. Yeah, no, you still got to... There's, there's like a higher barrier to entry, I feel like, there. Well, I think that there, there's that like monopoly kind of factor as well, like with the whole movie industry. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting topic on its own, probably. Like I don't know anything about really, but... Yeah. Well, I heard that uh, I know a guy who owns his own film production company and he was talking about how really if you're trying to do it, you like you end up having to create your own short film and then you show it at one of these film yeah, festivals. Like, yeah. And then one of like, you know, the big guys was like, oh, we want you to make one of our movies. We liked what you're doing, right? And that's like and your way like in. Certain people end up making it in because that's yeah. a very small uh, percentage of the people who end up going to those festivals mm-hmm. can make it is what like, ends up happening. Right. But even still, like in order to make a short film, it's probably easier to make a short film right now than it was 60 years oh, ago for yeah. like anybody. So It wasn't possible 60 years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Exactly. Um, so I don't know. It'll be cool to see more and more stuff getting created. I'm excited. Like I'm excited to watch these movies. I'm ready to watch some good yeah. stuff. And there's some cool movies coming out in the near near future. We don't. I mean, I doubt that we'll actually end up going to a theater to watch a movie together. 